Hey guys, my name is John Kim. I'm a licensed therapist and life coach, putting self-betterment into a shot glass. Because let's face it, who's got that much time these days? I come unpolished, unrehearsed, on purpose. If you're looking for more of a wine glass, you've come to the wrong place. I don't know how many episodes I've done so far of my podcast. Uh, For sure, double digits, but I think maybe triple. Anyway, if there was one podcast I believe you should listen to, it is this one. And so obviously, if you're listening to me now, um, please finish this entire episode. I don't know how long it's going to go, but um, it's such an important topic and... I I just think um, it's it's really going to help you. It's helped me, and as you guys know, I like to um, really simplify things. It's the only way I understand them, right? There will be no more letters after my name, meaning uh, besides my master's, there will be no more PhD because I hate school. I it's so hard for me to um, read, and I don't know if it's because it's you know my ADD or. After about three or four pages of anything, I just my mind drifts, and so I consume via, uh, videos and, and and audio and and, and audio books, etc. But I just don't read, and so uh, school is very challenging. It's always been challenging. Um, so when I went to therapy school, you know, there's these dense concepts, theories uh, that you really have to you know read and 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 interpret yourself if you're going to go on and, and help other people, right? And so. For me, if, if I knew that if I wasn't able to put things uh, into a way uh, uh, that I can understand them, then I'll just be a walking textbook, and I won't be able to help anyone. You know, I won't be able to fully take these concepts and and digest them and and uh, and utilize them, make them my own. So I've learned to. Um, what my friends call John Kim things, which means uh, put things into a, a shot class and simplify. And the thing that I want to talk to you about today, yes, it's very complicated, but I want to deliver it in a very digestible, practical way because that's the way that I understand it. And I think that um, it will be helpful to you in that way, right? And so that's why I'm saying that this is an important episode. And I know that by announcing that something is important or good or you should, now I'm putting pressure on myself to deliver. I do this all the time. I don't know why. And then, of course, that makes me nervous. And then I trip and stumble and get disappointed when I'm done. But I talk about being solid, uh, being truthful to who you are and how you are. And so this is this is very me announcing for you to listen to this because I'm telling myself it's going to be good. And then, of course, build the bus while I'm driving it. All right, so how's that for a three-minute intro on a 10-minute podcast? Um, Actually, it won't be 10 minutes today, guys, because I I really want to explain this. So maybe it might be 15. I don't know. So, all right, let's get to it. This is like the key to life. I really believe this, (laughs) one of the keys to life. There isn't just one key to life, right? I think there's a. I think that keychain, the life keychain, has many keys, um, but this is one of them for sure, at least to me. And it's 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 basically um, survival versus creation. Um, I think that we are either in a survival state or in a creating state, and of course we fluctuate. We go back and forth. Um, and just I know from personal experience, most of my life, 
uh, up until about 30, mid-30s, late-30s, I was in survival state. And, that, and I don't mean that, you know, it doesn't matter if it's extreme or subtle, it's still generally a survival state. And of course, some days you're in creation state, some days you're in survival state. So let me explain. Survival state is being in a subtle or maybe not subtle, extreme panic mode, right? And so we're in a survival state uh, when we're not happy, when we are holding on to the past, when we are replaying the past. We're in a survival state when we are um, 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 future tripping, when we're worried about the future, when we're obsessed with the past, when we're living in these time machines. Um, we're in a panic state. Uh, if we're, I mean, if we, if we can't feed ourselves, if we can't, you know, if we're homeless, if we're uh, uh, about to get fired, you know, if we don't have the basics, right, the foundations of just a, a, a life where, where you don't feel panicked all the time, you're going to be in a survival state. Now, you have to train your brain to be in a creation state. Um, so the other reason why most of us are in a survival state is because no one enters adulthood unscarred. No child enters, enters adulthood unscarred. That means that we've been through shit, right? That means we've had trauma. And a lot of people think trauma means um, sexual assault, rape, or going, uh, you know, going to, going to, uh, getting deployed to go to war. Um, yes, of course, that's obviously very traumatic, those things can be. But by the way, whenever you hear pauses and, and I'm podcasting, it's me um, whole, silently burping. And I don't know why. I think because I'm talking so fast, something with my air. I don't know. But every time I podcast, I constantly um, burp. And I never burp when I'm just talking to people. Uh, maybe it's the pressure. I don't know what it is. Anyway, so <laughs> those, those long pauses is me, <laughs> me burping. Just, just, so, just so you know and so you could visualize that while you're listening to this. Um, Okay, so that was not a burp. That was a legit pause. That was me losing track of what I was saying and trying to trying to think of uh, gather my thoughts. So um, we all have had trauma. Uh, trauma can be a breakup. Trauma can be that one fight when your brother told you to go to hell. A trauma can be. I mean, when I look back at my life, um, I've never been sexually abused. Um, I've never, you know, been in like bar brawls or. Or, or, or near-death car accidents, or I've never, you know, I, I, nothing like that, you know. Um, I've been hazed in a fraternity. I've been, um, you know, I had three, one of my first memories is walking into uh, the outhouse, which is a bathroom at three years old. And in Korea, the bathrooms were outside, especially if you were poor like us, um, and seeing a storm of rats, right? And I remember that as a 44, 45-year-old 45 man, um, vividly like it happened yesterday because that left left such an imprint right that was traumatic for me a lot of people uh, early days or high school you had your heart shattered um by the person you had your crush on right and that was traumatic right it left a huge imprint and you rem- you remember these things very vividly because um that's be- because there was they made they made that kind of imprint um so my point is we have a, we all have grown up and we all have trauma, so we all have triggers. We all have things uh, I call them hot stoves, right? That we don't want to touch because we are afraid um, that that's going to hurt us again, right? So our body and our minds, whenever we smell something kind of familiar, um, it, it 
it makes us, it triggers us. And, and then we, we almost start to have the similar emotion, right? So like if I see a rat today, um, of course, I'm not going to go scream, uh, or maybe I will. <laughs> but I could, um, here's an example. I saw a raccoon in my garage the other day when I was going out to my car, and I froze. And it was straight up like, I mean, I was able to continue on, but I froze in fear and panic. Um, people who you know did who don't have my story could see a raccoon and probably like go and pet it because they think it's adorable. For me, it's that you know the raccoon reminding me of the rat. Um, any kind of rodent I see, I freeze and I have this uh, sense of fear. So that's a good. That's a, just a simple example of how um, trauma lingers and hangs with with us through adulthood. Now. Because we've had so much trauma in our life and because we've gone through so much turbulence and heartbreak and then we have these fears, um, like for example, if you grew up, if you grew up poor and money was always an issue, as you, you, know, as you um, um, uh, grow up, um, it, I, what I mean is if you, if in, in growing up, while you were growing up, you know, when you were a kid, if money uh, and worry and dread and not having money was a thing and that was around, that was the environment – then when you're an adult, that's going to be a stressor for you. That's going to be your your default, you know. And if you're not making money, um, you're going to have that panic, that fear, that worry. And so we grow up um, and we have these survival-type states that we dip in out of. And what I mean by survival is we are in a panic state. And some of it's subtle. Some of it is extreme. Um, there's fear that we're going to get our hearts broken again. There's fear that we're going to be homeless. There's fear that we're going to die. You know, all these fears. And so living that way, in a way, is living in the past. So instead of um, actually creating, which is now creating a future and living, that's where life happens, we are a broken record and we are in survival mode. And most of us, I know very few people who are creating um, – Almost everyone I know, to a certain extent, is in survival mode, right? Um, yes, they're able to function. I mean, they're not like in bed, just you know, uh, so depressed they can't get out of bed. I mean, these are functioning individuals, but they're not thriving. They're not um, out living, and 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 of course, listen, we uh, have bad days, and there are days that you just want to stay in bed. And there's days that you don't like yourself. Of course, all of that because we're human. But I'm just talking generally speaking. Most people are in survival mode. So they start to live in their own prison. They uh, build walls because of fear. So, you know, for example, maybe they sabotage relationships or maybe they don't show themselves or maybe, you know, because of what happened, um, they basically are feeding the past, right? And so their future turns into a record or cul-de-sac, it's a dead end, and your knee-jerk becomes um, the past. And so you basically, even though time goes by, uh, you're basically living in your past. Now, if you want to start creating, you have to start breaking these patterns. And this is what's difficult, right? And so, of course, there's a lot of ways to do this. I like the idea of just starting with your thoughts, and this is why people talk so much about meditation because meditation um, creates that space for you to actually break thought patterns, right? Because uh, usually we have a thought 
that thought is usually negative. That thought is either either about the past or maybe it's a memory or, or something, a worry, a dread. Um, and that thought is charged with an emotion. Emotions are felt through your body that changes your state. And so most of the thoughts that we have today were the ones that we had yesterday. So then we kind of become this this like vicious cycle um, that keeps sinking us into a quicksand, right? And so if you want to stop surviving and start creating, and by creating I mean actually living and thriving um, and becoming the, the best version of yourself, right? Running toward your purpose and your potential, you got to start feeding positive thoughts. You have to get yourself into a state where um, you're no longer in survival mode. Now, this is difficult if, you know, if you're a mother with three kids, if you're a single mother with three kids trying to go, in, trying to go to school and, and, and then you're, you know, I don't know, uh, have two jobs. Yeah, I mean, it's, that is so hard. It's so hard to be like, all right, well, yeah, meditate and try to be in a creating state. Um, you're straight up in survival mode, and you may have to be in survival mode to feed your children. And listen, w- uh, most of our parents were in survival mode. You know, a lot of parents who um, had kids early and um, were trying to juggle school and kids and jobs and all of this shit, and they may- may- made it happen. Yeah, they weren't in creation mode. You know, they were just getting food on the table and and, and raising their children. And 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 I applaud that. That's fucking superhuman, and that's amazing. Um, but. And a lot of, you know, a lot of people are doing that now. So, it, you know, of course, depending on your circumstance, your situation, you have to do what you have to do, right? But if you're at a place where you, you're aware, um, you know, that, that, that you have – if you're at a place where you have uh, – whether it's – it doesn't matter if it's a job you hate or you don't, don't hate, but it's, you know, it's making – it's paying the bills. Um, and most of your problems aren't on paper they're in your head right if you're like generally unhappy because you don't like what you do or because you're maybe in a relationship that isn't that that exciting anymore or whatever it is if you're just kind of grayed out um i'm talking to you people (laughs) to stop being in a survival mode and start being in a creative creating mode so starting with your thoughts the things the things that you think about and if you're constantly bringing up the past and thinking about old shit or who you could have been um, you know or things that are charged with negativity it's going to pull you in dip you into lower frequencies that's going to circle you back into the past and you're going to be in a uh, survival state a, a, you know also a chasing state uh, a powerless state this also makes you less attractive and stars don't line up right um, and then that feeds into your life and then nothing changes and it gets worse and then you just keep becoming more angry and resentful and unhappy right um, it's like that idea whatever feed, whatever you feed grows right but if you're able to be aware about what you think about and make an effort to start changing those thoughts right starting there um, and there's layers to this because it's not just about thoughts. I'm a big believer in visualizing, seeing what you want for yourself, right? Now we're talking about intention. Um, the word intention has action behind it, right? It's not like just seeing it, but you're actually now have an intention. Um, and, and I think to have an intention, you also have to not only f- see it, and this is a powerful piece, you really have to feel. You have to um because your subconscious and your body uh, doesn't know between what's really happening and what you're imagining. So if you're imagining um, what 
the, the kind of love that you want if you're imagining, you know, the, the, the kind of what you want to do for a living um, and you're getting obsessed with that vision, the better version of you and how you see your life and, 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 and what that feels like, right? Even down to like, I don't know, maybe there's a car that you want and that, that's whatever success or happy looks like to you, envisioning that and feeling it uh, not just one time, but thread that into your life where it's a routine, and, and a new routine that will start changing, that will literally change uh, your brain cells, that will literally change the wiring. Um, and then you'll start, now you're laying new tracks and you're going to start to um, think differently. And if you start to think differently and, and you start to have different thoughts, uh, some of them will start to be positive. Some of them will be injected with hope and optimism. And as you keep doing that, there's going to be a tipping point where even though your situation may not be ideal, uh, you will start to feel better and that energy is contagious and people will notice and, you know, more opportunities will happen. Um, It all feeds into each other. So as you practice, and it's not just about practicing positivity, but really um, starting with thoughts, noticing your body, how you feel, and then... um, driving it with creation what do you want to create you know if you can do anything in the world um, what would you do what would you be what would you do and who would you be right and start seeing it start feeling it Um, and then showing up in life in that state that's the hard part but that is the most important piece and the way that you get there can be through meditation, it can be through fitness, whatever it t- yoga, whatever it takes for you to stop breaking that pattern. That's the most important piece. And this is why I'm on my motorcycle so much because when I'm on my motorcycle, I'm not thinking about you know worries and dread and bills and 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 who I used to be and who doesn't like. I'm super present and I feel the wind and I put a smile on my face, and I'm tapping into um, a positive state, a calm state, and joy. And all of that, as I stretch that, I'm rewiring and connecting new, uh, new neurons in my brain um, so I could keep swimming that way so that I could start creating in life instead of surviving. So if any of that made sense, hopefully it did. Um, I hope some of it resonated with you guys. Ask yourself, where are you in your life right now? And if you feel that you're kind of grayed out or you feel stuck, um, it's probably because you're in a survival mode state, right? You are in a chasing state instead of an attracting state. And in order to to cross that great divide, in order to start attracting, um, start with your thoughts. If you wrote down every thought that you have in one day, I know you're not going to do it, but I challenge you to do it and you (laughs) go back at the end of the night and you read all the thoughts that you've had in that day um of course there will be thousands but even if even if you pick like the big ones uh most of them will be negative right if here's here's what's interesting if you could take i wish we could do this somehow like some kind of if there was an app or a a fitbit kind of thing for our (laughs) that we strap onto our heads and it gauges right uh uh, whether through color or numbers, uh, negative thoughts and positive thoughts, that shit would always be uh, like if negative was red and positive would be blue, it would always be red. And so to actually start 
um, changing it to blue in order to actually start changing your thoughts, which will then change your state um, and what you feel in your body. And of course, that's going to um, determine your behavior, your attitude, like all of that stuff, right? Um, if you can live with this imaginary thought Fitbit on your forehead to be blue, if you could turn that shit to blue and stay there as long as you can every day as an exercise, like you are rewiring yourself, you know, like when you go in the gym and you do your squats because you want that nice ass, but you know, it's going to take more than one squat. It's going to take a thousand at least, but every squat you do, you know, you're going to get a better ass. Well, you got to apply that concept to um, rewiring yourself and changing your thoughts and uh, pulling from a positive, wholehearted, authentic, powerful, power-filled um, creation state. And I think that when you do, uh, or actually as you do that and as you be really start to own it and become that person, um, you are literally shedding the old coming into the new and that is when your life will change thanks for tuning in i hope the dialogue was helpful listen guys if you want to be a life coach just go to my website theangrytherapist.com and click on life coaching training and you'll find our catalyst intensive there's only two things you need to be a life coach a story which everyone has and a passion to help others before you go i wanted to give you something something I made. It's a relationship toolkit because the world needs better, healthier relationships so we could all love harder. So go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast. That's www.theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast. It's super simple. And we will email you my relationship toolkit.